you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. It's Kat. And Jess. And we're Girl That's Scary. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Sony Pictures Insidious, The Red Door, the final chapter of the Lambert family's terrifying saga. We're really big fans of the franchise, and we're super excited to have them as a partner as they release the final installment in theaters on July 7th. Man, I remember when I saw the first one, the sound design, and the cliffhanger at the end had me hooked. Okay, because listen, I am a huge fan of all the atmospheric scenes, like everything about it, including me being on the fog machine secretly. We've got here a spoiler-free breakdown for you so you know all about the film. To put their demons to rest once and for all, the Lamberts must go deeper into the further than ever before, facing their family's dark past and a host of new and more horrifying terrors that lurk behind the red door. Listen, I don't know about you, but girl, that's scary. (laughs) Y'all make sure y'all get your popcorn and tickets now, and we'll see you in theaters on July 7th. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl, Cat Daddy. And Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur. And we're pulling up with a GTS motherfucking review of Jason X. You already know what it is, bitch, because you clicked on the title. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. I'm crying before. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> no, really. Um, Y'all are here. We are here talking about an excellent movie. Okay, maybe not excellent, but this nope. movie is best described as good and terrible. It is great, but also, um, who? There's some questionable Whatever. choices, uh, but I don't care. I don't care. I will watch this movie at any given time. I saw this in theaters. I think this is the first Jason movie that I saw in theaters. Okay. Because most of the other Jason movies came out in the 80s. Right, right. And, you know, early, I didn't see those. I saw this, though, and I was like, I think I was 11 because it. I think it came out, what, 20, 2001, but 2002 was in theaters because it came out like a year before Jason, Freddy versus Jason. Okay. And I remember the little sleeping bag scene and one of the, not the first kill, but one of the most memorable kills from this movie. That kill makes 
makes the movie worth two stars by itself. I don't give a damn. Period. That's also, uh, okay, so I didn't see this in movie theaters, but I did see this as like a late night, like cable television kind of pop-up situation. And the scene that definitely stuck out was the sleeping bag scene. So I'm glad that we were on the same page. I feel like a lot of other people might be on the same page. It says, it's an iconic fucking scene, okay? There's some iconic kills in this movie, whether it's happening with real people, computer people. At the end of the day, Jason is in space. And that's actually the only thing that matters here. We still in space too. Clearly we have some sort of a common theme. Clearly, I'm out of fucking control. But we, the theme of this month um, is we finna go to space. So we in a spaceship and we're in this spaceship with Jason. We're in this future yes. shit with Jason. Space um, alien shit. Here we yes, go. Yes. And I am just here. Uh, before we jump into a spoiler free review kind of overview of the movie, like I really want to get into the ratings because you brought it up just it being rated or work two stars alone. And the streets for this hour and 33 minute film definitely felt like it was a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb and a 19% on the Ryan Tomato Streets girl. And I, if we're doing out of a five, like it's a, it's a three, three and a half for me at the minimum. I don't know. What did you think? I think that it depends on what you're looking for in a movie. So I realized that first of all, I'm not hard to please. Second of all, I know how to have fun. And if like once I get a first like 10, 15 minutes of a movie, I'm like, oh, this is some silly shit. I'm on, I'm on for that ride. I can mm-hmm. suspend my disbelief. I'm not about to go, well, that's not how this works. Well, that's not how that works. Some people are like that. Or if the acting, because some of the acting, the line deliveries are, whoo, uh, they're great, but they're also terrible. Like I said, great and terrible. So some people really need acting performances. They need the story to make sense. They need the production value to be up here. This jank is definitely giving a Star Trek side mission that dabbles in horror. And I'm not mad at it. Okay, because that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I, I, I feel you though. Like, you know, I feel you. And then we think about movies that came out around this time. And it, to me, like looking back on it, it very much aligns for the time it came out for like those early odds, those 99-2000 transitional movies. Like, they're all over the fucking place. Like, I, there's CGI in this film. And honestly, for the time it came out, it doesn't look too crazy to me. I mean, it looks like, you know, 99-2000 CGI, but not like too off-putting. Where it was like, bitch, this is dumb. Like, it kind of just floats. The dialogue the dialogue and the way it's delivered in this film is very interesting to me but also like very appropriate for the time like i think about the different kind of movies we've seen like the the hellraiser movie when they're in the fucking like i don't are they in hell are they in the computer bitch they're in the technology world it's about hell world bitch and i'm just like what it also gives like dialogue off of buffy just like how the jks well, are like rolling out like i I'm not sitcom. upset. A I'm not upset. Like sitcom. It not is. sitcom, but it definitely, some of the dialogue is like, when the, well, I'm going to get into that later after we give the overview, but it also makes sense because of, you know, the person who made this is in the special effects, not made this, but the director, James Isaac, um, he did special effects, spe- special effects. Yes. For Existence, um, that's a David Cronenberg joint. And that's why you see David Cronenberg probably pop up because they probably have a prior working relationship. And he also worked on House 2, the second story. Y'all know I go up for the first House. House 2 is fine. I like it. It's nice. But House- You directed House 3. Yeah, but I have not seen House 3. Hmm. Okay. I have not seen that. And I would like to. You know I would. You know I would. I, w- I would definitely see that. And he also um, worked on Gremlins. I don't think he was like the lead person, but he definitely worked on Gremlins. So when it comes to special effects and animatronics and stuff fun stuff like that i think like he kind of shines there and there are some great fun kills and some like again there's a very iconic kill and i'm like okay that shines that shines 
But, you know, maybe, you know, he's not like Steven Spielberg or somebody, whoever, you know. And that's okay. I think that's okay because I don't want to watch all my movies by Steven Spielberg. All right. I want some different shit mixed in there. Also, the writers, Todd Farmer and Victor Miller. Uh, Todd Farmer worked on My Bloody Valentine 2009, so you know where this is going. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're going to get a kick out of this cat. Victor Miller was a writer for All My Children. I love All My Children. How long were they writing for All My Children? Like from what time to what time? Does it have a time? Yes, it does. Let me go back. It's a lot of, it's not like one or two seasons, baby. It is a bunch of seasons. Hold, please. Back from the 80s. Okay. Writer from 1984 to 1986, 1987 to 1989, 1997 to 2001. Oh, I'm tuned all the way in. Yeah. Iconic storylines. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know anything about the storyline. AMC is my shit, bitch. Okay. You know, I be watching the soaps. I got them down to abbreviations. Please. Please. Look, I I was Listen. like, oh, this is a soap opera? Cack on love this. O-L-T-L, A-M-C, G-H, what else? Okay, first of all, the fact that you're naming them just by the letters, I don't know what the fuck you're talking You gotta slow it down One for Life me. to Live, All My Children, General Hospital. Okay, I remember... Um, I occasionally watch As the World Turns. As the World Turns, The Bold and the Beautiful. The Bold and the all Beautiful. My, Ooh, all My Children. Man, my grandma and them, let me stay home from school. I can't watch shit but the soaps. I better not play with their story. Between that, Maury, The Price is Right, well, I love um, Price is Jerry right, Springer, definitely watch some Jerry Springer. I know the people um, was a little divided on his death. You know, he's wild now. Like, he was definitely wild on that show, but Jerry had that mess. Um, definitely had lots of mess, especially when you watch them uncut janks. Baby. Where he had bitches drawn with their titties in the paint. I was like, why am I watching this? How did I get my hands on this? I am a child. Sally Jesse um, Raphael. Ooh, yes, yeah, Sally Jesse. No way. Like, this movie, I definitely has some soap opera vibes like it's some chaos that would only happen kind of it's like they're just like we're gonna suspend our disbelief this is gonna happen this is gonna happen so overview jason Voorhees was cutting up and they got him in the science research shit and they're trying to freeze him and they don't want to freeze him but because they don't he end up getting frozen in a different way and they pull up and find him in the future and they put him on the face spaceship and they thaw him out that's all you need because anytime baby. yes jason in space and i just told y'all before on several other episodes put a motherfucker in space and i am in the front seat i don't care i'm in the front row with my popcorn and my cold pop bitch I'm going to be here watching. I don't give a damn. I know Leprechaun in Space is terrible. I know it is. But I might watch it again because it's in space. Uh, That's why I enjoy Hellraiser 4. Because Bloodline in space. Okay. Something about that side of the spaceship. Something about it just really tickles my fancy. Okay. When people take things to space. Now, I have not seen Fast and the Furious beyond Tokyo Drift. So, I know the girls are probably out there like, they went to space too, bitch. I know they did. Um, It was out of control. Truly, that whole franchise, I have thoughts and feelings. It just like the actor in rap icon himself, the shit is ludicrous. And I know that's not how you spell it, but like, that's what I'm going to do. This shit is ludicrous. And I, I'm going to leave it at that. Tokyo Drift is fire. But niggas in space. Like, it's just something about taking something that you think would be making somewhat of a sense on land to the next stratosphere, literally. And it's just literally out of this world. And I'm following. It's chaotic. It's entertaining. It doesn't matter if your franchise is in the shitter. I'm tuning in. Like, why are we in space? I don't know. How did how did you even get up there, bro? Because that's not like 
just, you know, getting on the wrong bus. Like, how did you get down to the, no, seriously, bitch. Like, that's not even like, you know, you supposed to get on one way to get on the bus and, or like you went to New York for the first time and you thought you was going to uptown and then you ended up fucking out at like motherfucking Queens or some shit or down to like Staten Island. You don't even know how you got there. It's not even like that. Like, how did you end up at the space station? Like, how did you get into the spaceship? Is this like um, Xenon, where like we're just you know here and we're in the future and kind of like this movie goes there too. Oh, let's, do the, bur- let's do the burn, 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 because I'm just I'm getting into it. Burn, burn, burn. Spoiler alert. We finna spoil it because I already started talking too much. Well, yeah, uh, we're about to spoil it. It definitely gives Xenon. Um, if y'all know what that is, stop what you're doing and go check that out from the back in the back bag. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yes. Uh, but also, they're supposed to be giving futuristic, but either way, we starting the movie off. Jason is like sitting here and he kind of frozen, but not really frozen, whatever. And you see the camera is moving through these parts and whatever. You end up in somebody's eyeball. Because my first note is, are we in hell? What's going on? Yes. <laughs> What's this? Yes, it's prepping us up. Well, they got Jason. I don't know the fuck why they got this motherfucker, but they they the dude covering him up. You got a doctor Rowan. Uh, she is in charge. But David motherfucking Cronenberg, who is I think Doctor Webber, he coming there. First of all, bitch, don't freeze him. I want him soft. That's a line. That is an actual line. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, wow. All right. But he's like, yeah, we're just going to do this. I went above your head, bitch. Fuck you. Okay. I'm about to take this nigga with me. He can regenerate and shit. We about to study this motherfucker. Just like last week we was talking about, well, yeah, not last week, but a few weeks ago, we was talking about Jurassic Park and how he was like, oh, we can control this. We can study this. Hubris. Who do you think you are? This motherfucker old as a bitch. And he been cutting people up everywhere you put him and you think you're going to be any different, bitch. You're not. And as soon as they go and look for him, he'd have chopped up the boy who'd have put the cover on him. He chopped up everybody, whooped everybody ass. Mind you, they got guns. They still can't take him down. Okay? They whoop, he whooped everybody ass. And then mama finally gets him to go into the freezer and locks him up. But he stabs her through the freezer. I don't know what the door's made out. Paper mache. Aluminum, bitch. Aluminum foil at that. Because I know he's strong as a bitch, but... Come on, come on, y'all gotta have some but kind of standard. Aligns. Think about like all of like our favorite, like our Freddies, our Jasons, our all these things, and there's always some shit that you really have to stretch your imagination for. I think this was uh, setting the bar and the yeah. tone for this film, and I'm leaned all the way in because when I saw also that machete go through the cryogenic thing, I first of all, bitch, it's over for you too. Second, this shit is made of paper, baby. This is a paper mache project. Well. I mean, based on the budget, this makes sense, okay? Also, I thought about that scene in Scream 2 where Ghostface literally goes... I'm going to stab you through the oh, in the yeah. ear with this knife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so this is made out of styrofoam. Y'all are in styrofoam toilet stalls. This is, because what? And how you know his ear was right there? They was trying to get freaky. He was trying to hear what was going on in the stalls. And it's, I don't know. Once again, suspended the fuck out of my disbelief. Bruh. Either way, um, she is frozen. He frozen. They frozen. Don't nobody find these motherfuckers till like 400 years later. So they pull up. It's on some motherfucking Fallout 4 shit, literally. Where they get, <laughs> they get hurt or they get some shit happen and now your ass is frozen and they come unthaw your ass later and you in a new world you're like what the fuck she gotta wake up and find out that earth is fucking decimated bitch when you go down to earth it's done but storms and shit it's like oh all right it's post-apocalyptic y'all don't ruin earth just like in wally and shit y'all i mean that sounds that sounds about right yeah sounds about right um i mean yeah look outside look at the sky right (laughs) now um as we are recording this so i'm just like "Mm, this is on brand (laughs) 
I can see the earth becoming this in some time. Uh, and they literally just pick him up and take him. I think that the fun part is that they look at him like, what do you got on? A hockey mask? What's hockey? I thought that was hilarious because yes. I need to know why they why did they outlaw hockey? What the fuck? They, now they was cutting up in hockey. They be whooping people ass. The f- but what did they do? What was the final straw? Bitch, the fact that ho- hockey is outlawed in 2024. So sometime next year, we finna find out why the fuck they didn't ban hockey. I need to know. And then the fact that they're at 2455, when they tell my girl she is so far in the future, flabbergasted is not even the word. Like, they, yeah, my bad. It's 20. You know, you've been asleep for a couple centuries, bro. It's all good. Like 4.55 centuries. I said, damn, that's real precise. And then they dropped the number later. I was just like, so here's my immediate question. You get to the frozen room. You decide to go in. Okay, boom, in the name of science. Because also in my notes, it's like, they're doing, they get into the bag for the name of science and in the name of greed. But okay, for science. So you get to the room, the shit is still froze up, but you in here. You got your snowsuit on, you heli down, you in the boom. So you get up in there, motherfucker, and you see this somebody with a machete is frozen in his box. I don't know what compels you to go, hey, let me take this guy and Shawty on the ground. And this is before you find out what all is really going on with them. What what about this scene says, let me just take this motherfucker with this giant knife? Like he's literally frozen with a knife in the air. Kane Harder is doing his damn thing in this goddamn movie, but he's just like froze. Jason Pose. Jason Pose. Also, he's frozen and you see the stab wound in the door and the person. So clearly, two and two would mean that he's dangerous. What the fuck is not clicking? And I mean, maybe because Hubris, again, they think that, oh, he's frozen. You know, he's not just going to pop back up to life and whoop their ass. And which y'all, they don't know who Jason Voorhees is. They don't find out who he is until they get him on the ship. But, and then when mama wake up, Rowan wake up, they they got her together. She get waking up, open her eyes. They was like, did you bring him on the ship? You got to get this motherfucker off the ship. Hey, hey guys, no, fuck that. He's a killing machine. They was like, he's frozen. He's not beating anyone's ass. Let's go look. And guess what? The motherfucker is not there. And guess who is there? The most iconic scene next to the sleeping bags. They got the girl Adrian. And she got on like a crop top, right? Her belly out. She got on gloves. Cute outfit. Don't know how well it works in a lab. Right. But we in the future. It don't fucking matter. You can do anything now in the future. You can grow your arm back, bitch. You can do anything. You can. Because when Jason falls, he cuts somebody's arm off. She gave him a shot and vacuum sealed his fucking arm. I was like, like a steak. I was like, oh. oh, Future. Oh, okay. The future. Future. Um... Either way, <laughs> well, sensational. Yeah, the, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of technology going on, but it doesn't matter. Like, even though there's technology, your hair is down. There's a lot of lab rules you have to follow, and I don't think technology changes the fact that having your hair down around unknown elements and chemicals just don't seem like a good idea, and having your midriff exposed just doesn't seem like the best idea to me. But I, who are me they literally vacuum seal somebody arm like you just said so maybe they could you know she could spill acid on her stomach and get her shit repaired because you know that they got little mites and whatever they come out and they'll repair your shit up mm. i was like all right i guess all right you know i guess it's cool but he t- grabs her ass after she cut his mask off and looked at his eyeball she done pushed her head in the fucking water freezing water like the cryogenic i don't know what it what it is but he freezes her face and smashes her face like it's nothing but blood icicles all over the place bitch i was like like, 11-year-old me, literally, my mouth was a gape, bitch. A scene. 
a scene. Like, you already know what's about to go up. You already know how this thing goes. Jason always comes back, bitch. At the end, of, when the when the prior movie ends, I'm going, he coming back next week. Like, he's <laughs> he's coming back. And now you got him in space. So she's trying to get her science on her Dexter's lab on. And this motherfucker's come back to life. And I'm like, but you don't hit him boots, bitch. Like, they just be quiet. <laughs> All the time, I was just R.I.P. Little Mama because she really did not deserve to go like that. It was a very brutal killing. The fact that he dumped her head into the dry ice water and froze her ass on up, like, I don't know, futuristic freezing, and just, wow, smashed her up like a goddamn, like, like a snowball. Like, they literally just turned her into mush. Like, it looked like a scary version of a snowball that you would serve to people from ice cream truck. Like, that's really wow. how her face was looking. That would have been really next level if Jason was that type of killer and he was on that type of shit, I would have fucking cried as a kid because wow. I was like, wow, wow, that's, wow, That's wow, how Arthur wow. Clown would do. He would have put, wow. put that shit into a snow cone. Arthur Clown would have definitely, and he would have been eating it. I'm ready like, for Terrifier 3. Ain't even, oh, I definitely they ain't even am. turned the cameras on yet. And I'm just like, wow, let's go. Let's go. I'm here. Also, the soldiers is like, everything's under control. Anytime someone in an action horror movie says everything's under control, nothing. It's definitely Nothing not. is under control. Everything is out of control, actually. You know, the control is right here. The situation is over that bitch. It's gone. It's really over our heads. It's not... It's not right because now we know Jason on the loose and we got our man's uh, Sar- Sergeant Brodsky is his name. And this person you have seen in so many movies mm-hmm. because you see him in 300. I think he's... This in, is madness. His name is Peter Mensa. 300, True Blood, Bruiser. Yes. I know a lot of people haven't seen Bruiser because it's kind of underseen. I won't say underrated. It's underseen. Uh, it's, I really like 300 when it came out. I, know I love were divided, 300 I don't when it care. came out. This is madness. This is Sparta. Kick that motherfucker <laughs> down the hall. I said, God damn, where the bottom at? I would have been so. Imagine you the mail carrier and you take the shit. Here's this message from these from Xerxes, and he said, "Bitch, fuck you and your squad, and whoops your ass." I said, "I just, I just gave you a letter." Ooh, I can't wait till we talk about it because I have thoughts. Uh, Xerxes is a look. I have infinite pleasures, bitch. I bet. I can see that motherfucker was like, "I'm about to get to the bitches." Listen, that's one person who was not scaring Ooh. the hoes. He was not scaring the hoes. Now, some of the people on this ship were scaring the hoes. Because when they were yeah. doing that surgery, they was like, let me, um, let me, someone get her clothes off. One dude was like, I'll do it. And the girl was like, um, I, no. I got this. No. I got this. Like, bro, you were scaring the hoes. You're scaring the bitches. Like, if bitches was in a party and they see you, they're going to start packing their lock things. Lock them up. Literally. Lock, lock his Put ass Put them in up. a brig, bitch. Like, you just got to. <laughs> <just, laughs> do, 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 do. Call call Kamala right now. You got to. Because I don't know how you get her on the line in the future or whoever's in charge right now, but you need to just go ahead and get him on the line because this is one freaky nigga. He got to go. <laughs> well, um, there's a they couple re- freaky boys with this boy, this boat, to be honest. Child. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm supportive of everyone, especially the guy in the cowboy hat driving the ship, because you know, I love a cowboy hat. You know, I love some yeehaw nonsense. That I like the scene and like could be whatever you want to interpret it, bitch. I don't fucking care. The scene where the captain, although he's trying to get to the bag and this is after he finds out like Jason is worth all this money because he didn't kill about 200 plus people in advantage. And he's like, oh, for real? Bitch, I thought that they was going to be geek because they was 400 plus years old. I didn't know I didn't unearth a vast murderer. And then the next scene, he got the slip on, bitch, and he getting them nipples tweaked up. I said, hey, all right, y'all. We got the sex workers in the movie. I'm a fan. Sex work is legitimately the 
the oldest profession. And this movie proves it. Well, she's trying to get... She's doing a sex work in exchange for a grade. Um, I feel like the future... Some things just never get left behind. How are you still fucking on a student in the future? This is... Oh, I don't yeah. like this. Because this power dynamic, I don't, I don't like it. that. I don't like that. So I don't even know if this falls under regular sex work. Because I'm like... Mm. I'm going to put it in there because it's also a we don't, like abusive. We don't me. know the age of these people. That is the That's only the reason why I'm just like, uh. Yeah. But also, like, I'm still like, man, but also get to the bag, bitch. Like, if you about to use this nigga in space, get she your money. She's trying to get up. her A. trying to get you passed because she failed that fucking midterm. And I mean, I seen her behavior on the Lock this nigga up, but get to the bag. Lock up Professor, um, I think it's Professor Lowe. Now, here's the thing. This is some funny dialogue. When he went up there and told her about that 400-year-old bitch, he was like, bitch, I got somebody 400. She's twice as old as everybody on the planet. I would still think that's worth money for the simple fact that she gonna know shit that other people not gonna know about. If she older than everybody, True. you can ask her directly about historical events because, duh, she, she experienced it. So I would think personally she's still valuable. But when he found out, he was like, damn, I need money. And the person was like, I know, I know. The- uh- the line reading of that was, I was like, that was a fucking choice. I kind of like it, but that was a choice. I don't know if it was a good choice. It was it an interesting took me choice. Out because that man is just like, girl, I that tells me that this motherfucker is always on his line trying to get to the bag in some way, shape, or way or fashion. And this nigga is tired. He's like, I know that you need the money. Please stop reminding me. I get it. But also, like, are you sure you can handle what all you got going on in this boat? Like, in the ship. Truly, in the space boat. Let me know what's good because we can make something shake. I don't know. I just really want to know why does everybody think it's a good idea to bring back things that no longer exist for a reason? A la Jurassic Park. A la this movie. Like, there is a... Hello? There is a reason why he was locked up in the frozen tundra tomb anyways. Regardless if he stabbed through the hole because it was made of fucking, like, paper glue and positivity. Like... regardless if that happened or not, there's a reason why they tried to put him in there. So you, person of the future, when you're coming down discovering these niggas, like, you probably, I don't even know why it didn't cross your mind to just think, I just, I don't know. But here we are. And y'all are all in peril on this ship. Um, We start to see people getting taken out left and right. They taking out them soldiers. This scene with like Dallas and the other dude, dude and got his arm chopped off already. But you know, they're in there playing the virtual reality game and Jason pulls up to the virtual reality game and they're like, girl, uh, uh, the game is over, bitch. And then they realized, yeah, the game is over because now that you didn't take these headphones off, Jason is not a part of the game. This is very real. And y'all are getting, one person gets their spine broken in half, like Mo just crack his shit on his kneecap. Another person gets their face like smashed into um, a wall. Like it's, it's a yeah. scene. It's a scene. There's a lot of brutal kills. Yeah, because dude who loses his arm at first literally get chopped in half again. It was I thought that was a funny like little VR game. And I'm like, no, that's kind of becoming a reality. Like people are really playing games like that. And Jason was confused. Cause he chopped that little fake thing up and was like, um, you not dead? Y'all still talking? What's he looking around like, huh? <laughs> it, Jason being confused is one of the funniest things. He's like, what? Oh, all right. I also want to talk about KM. There's a android on the ship that mm. this dude has made. And it's a, you know, like has a feminine kind of figure. And mom. Mama is like, 
she's very smart and all that stuff. And she has an interesting haircut. The bangs are interesting. Bang, bang. And she, you see the scene with the dude like looking at her breasts and the nipples fall off. Now, my issue is not that she wants nipples or anything like that. Y'all can bring motherfuckers back to life. You are in a spaceship. You're in a fucking spaceship. You mean tell me you can't screw no nipples on? This is about right for me. This sounds about right. This, this is very is ridiculous. Brand. It's very on brand. Y'all got all this technology. You and can't we still can't figure out anatomy. Yes. Well, I bet you he put the clit in the wrong place if he put it on there. That's what I'm saying. In the future, we're still on our same bullshit. I mean, the professor fucking the student still on the same bullshit. I also am like... Y'all made her seem like she was jealous of the other one. Well, this person Mm-mm. has them. So I'm like, y'all could have made her a little more interesting about her not giving a fuck about that kind of shit. But yeah, like I said, Jason's on a rampage whooping everybody's ass. And Sergeant Brodsky is like, bitch, we about to take this motherfucker out, okay? Because I'm taking him down. And you got the team with the cool looking people and their guns. Now I do, the guns remind me a little bit of John Carpenter's vampires where they look a little, Yes. <laughs> they look yes. like they might've gotten them from Target. They might have came from KB Toys because KB Toys might have still been open at the time. My chest, bitch. (laughs) I I think they bought them in bulk. That KB Toys. Yes, that was the spot back in the day. It sure was. Miss her. The weapons and the outfits are a little... They look a little, you know, they show in their value, but I'm looking past that. You know, that's all right. But I'm like, y'all not taking Jason down with these plastic-ass guns. He don't give a fuck about none of this shit. But you know what takes him down? They got KM. They don't... Okay. Here's also something funny about 2001. It was like, yeah, she got to upload. Do you mean an upgrade or I'm fine, please? Because I, we're in just my figuring mind, the words out. We're just getting it together. Who wrote that? And I just thought about because as a, a pop child, pop Because as a child, I probably didn't really. The jargon was, you know, the computers at that time were computing, but I wasn't really uploading, downloading, upgrading things at 11. For real, for real. At most, I might have got the little disc with the AOL on it. That's the most I might have done, or put the Sims on my on my computer. But you had to put the disc in to play the Sims. You couldn't play the Sims without the disc. Now I ain't no disc, and the computers only got disc drives no more. Um, which is wild to me. What if I want to watch a fucking DVD or Blu-ray? They don't give a fuck about that. You gotta go buy that extended part and connect to it. It's fucking annoying. It is so annoying. But yeah, I just. That's really wild. Like, he was like, all right, well, we got our get our guns. We got everything. We got a, she got our upgrade. KM has her upload, upgrade, whatever she got. Mama's turned up to the max. It's 3.0. She got a slightly new outfit. She got bullets and guns. She know how to do karate and shit. It works for a minute. And she whoops Jason ass, right? Beats his ass. And it's cool. Y'all thinking y'all won. It's lit. You ain't win. You know where she whooped his ass and kicked him right into? That motherfucking station that upgrades your ass. So guess who else got a fucking upgrade? Surprise! Jason. And he looks great. He looks great. The mask he looks does. great. There's some curvature. It's cleaned up. It's brought into the new. Everybody looking like they yelling out Zetas Lapidus, bitch. Like, it's just lit. Like, it's just... I, I'm excited. Y'all can't see me. I am actually smiling. Like, I'm fucking excited because, wow, what a twist. You weren't expecting that. You thought it was about to go left, but then when you saw where you ended up, it's like, all right, well, it's going left for real. And all kinds of shit is happening. Like they're trying to get the space under control, the spaceship under control. They didn't. I think they didn't ran into a space. Um, what is that? A motherfucking um, what's the bunch of call it? One of the Shuttle? space stations. Yeah, the thing got fucked up, and all them people that well, died. It was yeah. baby. Just a they lot. ran into a whole lot of shit. 
Well, and then, of course, at this point, Jason wreaked havoc. He took out Sarge's whole crew. Whoop Sarge ass. He come back and stabbed somebody like to help save him, but he still get his ass whooped. Because when Jason comes out with that brolic ass suit on, that new fucking mask, new body, new me, bitch. Got a, he, look, Jason got a fucking um, BBL, and he's out here whooping y'all ass. He kicks KM head the fuck off. Just decapitates her. I mean, she's still alive because she's a fucking android. But now they're starting to break up. Like, one, one girl gets into the little escape pod. This is so sad but also bitch if you would open the door for your squad you wouldn't have met your fucking demise she gonna get in the thing and they're like open the door please and she's like no and she <laughs> she pulls off with the fuel line still attached so her ship blows up right on the spaceship now my i also had to suspend my disbelief because i'm like how does shit blow up so close to the ship and ain't do no damage it's literally attached we in the future baby nothing matters and i know space is not really air so the fire not gonna spread it but i i just it was right there so i'm a little okay i guess i'm like all right well she's dead then of course jason somehow gets a hole in the ship and the the, all the air is being sucked out of the ship which they should have been dying because y'all don't have space mask on and now the air is being sucked out the ship so you should be suffocating anyway i don't know how she's holding on for dear life but mama's holding on to the grate and she's like this sucks so hard and her ass gets sucked through the whole whole body nothing but like viscera left on the fucking uh ship after she gets sucked into space that one was fun a lot of little puns yeah a lot of puns like somebody gets um impaled on a screw and they literally they spin Spin down (laughs) they spin i thought that was funny i don't care if you didn't laugh i did and (laughs) then they asked what happened to him they said he screwed i said oh there this was so much when um, Sergeant Brodsky gets stabbed and he was like, hey, you think that's going to take me down? And then he gets stabbed again and that takes him down. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. He's like, like, <laughs> like one well, poke in the ribs not going to take me down. The second poke, that'll do it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he bowed out. Yeah. Okay. That's it for me, buddy. I would have played dead too. I would have, even if I wasn't dead, I would have said, oh, yeah. and I would have just leaned over and closed my eyes. Yes. But I mean, you know, we out of here, baby. Well, Sadate. Um, and like you said, there's this that final battle scene, or uh, we asked the final battle scene between the android and oh wait, no, 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 because they he came back to life because it's already on the joke. Yeah, he already whooped her ass. Now they got to do assimilation, try to like save time because they're trying yeah. to escape. And this is the other fun part with assimilation, which is a good time. They kind of give him a fake-ass Camp Crystal Lake. And then they had the body bag scene, and it really took me out because why, bitch? Why? You know why. Because the first, there's two girls, hey, we got some beers and stuff. You want to have premarital sex and smoke some pot? What? (laughs) And Jason is just looking like, okay. And he made short work of the pose. He go. He is beating one bitch with another bitch in a sleeping bag, just beating the shit out of her. And you hear the ow, ow, ow inside the sleeping bag, which is hilarious. But when they're like, "Oh shit, um, he's about to come back." Damn, he worked them fast. You should have put like four or five campus. You should have had like three of them bitches running around or something. Like, damn, you ain't they didn't get no chase. You thought he was gonna stop for some pussy. I agree. Does he look like somebody? Who fucks? I, they, but they don't know. To be honest, they don't know. Like, they didn't even know that he was a murderer. They don't even know what they got themselves into. He does not look like a person who fucks, but also, like, they probably think he's just a weirdo mod who's just out here just being fucking weird in the streets. And that that is crazy to me. And let's also talk about how Visage, he's back. He's back from the dead. Like, he's not dead for real, but he's like, I'm in this bitch. I got this suit on. And um, they all, like, managed to get in a pod and start to escape. Um, and he's like, fuck it, YOLO. I'm about to have 
this final battle with Jason and as the, the shit is blowing up. But I'm also like, okay, but Jason is falling back to Earth and the sergeant is, or whatever Earth 2.0 is, real Earth, I don't fucking know. And the sergeant burns to death because you're entering the atmosphere again. But also I'm just like, so Jason's going to be back next week. I mean, he's already back. Also, I don't like that black sacrifice. Like, yeah, don't be same, doing that. Same. Don't be doing that. Don't like, be so doing that. Because all the black characters are... Could- None of y'all could do that. Well, he is a Sarge, but also. No, fuck that. I mean, no, fuck that. But also, they're not going to have anyone else do it. Y'all could have had somebody else be the Sarge, but that's fine. Whatever. It's fine. The android couldn't ride on Jason's back to the next level because technically the android is way stronger than the black man in the suit. Also, the android doesn't really need air, so they would have survived a right. fall. Okay. So that would have been great. But also, I think the android got decapitated. I don't know if they fixed their head or not by that point. But either way, oh well. Jason is a shooting star. And somebody, there you see this couple, oh, look, it's a shooting star. Oh, it fell right over the pond. Let's go check it out. I just immediately thought of like the blob, killer clowns from out of space. Mm-hmm. Every every movie where there's some alien shit that comes down, even Creep Show with Joe Rivero, every time there's some shit that come down to Earth and you want to go look at it. Who the this is above your fucking pay grade. What you you work at the motherfucking Sally Beauty Supply. You don't need to be taking your ass over here to look at no motherfucking out of space shooting stars and shit. You don't know what kind of chemicals is coming off of here. You don't know if it's gonna be hot. You don't know if it's an alien. You don't know if some other shit is on fire. You don't know if it was a person. You don't know what the fuck is going on. But you yourself, I'm gonna go check it out. Who are you? Someone who always thinks they're in charge. Always giving themselves assignments. Always. And they're gonna be assigned death. Okay. Uh, and the saga continues. Because you're about to die. <laughs> That's where the fuck we at. And actually to turn to Freddy versus Jason. I don't really know. Me and my up. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe that's what happened. Well, that's not in the future, that's but either not, way. Right. It's a different timeline, but it's still just like, I, okay. I don't know. Because even still, um, the the unit was like 2010. So it was in the future, technically, at that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. So that mm-hmm. I guess the events took place after Freddy versus Jason. So that that's also fine. Because okay. Freddy versus Jason happened Whatever. Like actually 2002. So they found him later after he was already cutting the fuck up. It is and not, it not matter. I'm already tuned in. I am tuned in. I am dying for another Jason Voorhees movie. Because, all right, here's my hot take. It's not really a hot take. A lot of the Friday the 13th movies are not very good. And I don't care if y'all are sucking your teeth at me. I don't give a shit. Go rewatch all those movies and you tell me they're a 10 out of 10 or 8 out of 10. You're not, you're not about to... They're not. They're fucking not. But am I going to watch them again? Yes. Because I love Jason Voorhees. So this is a prime opportunity where you could actually make a pretty, pretty good movie. Honestly, the remake, the 2009 movie wasn't terrible. But also we're comparing it to the original, which was, it was cool. But, and it did some things, but I don't know about, you know, the masterpiece. It's fine. I'll watch it again. But Nightmare on Elm Street, like that's a, like that first movie was like a fucking masterpiece. So it's like when you remade that, it was like, girl, what are you doing? I, I do understand in love the celebration of let's keep uplifting our faves and bringing them back and reimaginings. You already know where I'm going with this, but I like that we're also walking in the spirit of making new faves. Like, I Me think too. that, right, right, right. So I think that I've I heard this conversation kind of being had on Bloody Massacre episode, also People Under the Scares episode as well. Like, let's start celebrating 
the new people. Like, you ain't got to fuck with Art the Clown, but like, let's keep creating new boogeymen, air quotes, or boogie folks. Um, yeah. Because like, we're just going to keep getting the same shit over and over again. I am not interested in seeing a remake. Like, somebody's probably going to do it. I really, I don't even know how I feel about seeing the Freddy vs. Jason Part 2 because I'm one of those people in the Freddy world who are just like, mm, I understand Robert England cannot play Freddy anymore. I understand that he is just done with the shit right now. And I understand that we have to make space for new people. But uh, it's another franchise I think we just need to leave alone. Like, I think we just need to just move forward. I don't know. Get me together. Um, That's fine. I'm not changing my mind. I want the new shit. And I also <laughs> okay. want, I want the 26th fucking Jason movie. I don't give a fuck. I don't give... They could make a Jason movie every five years. And I me i'm going to go i'm gonna go see the new shit too but i'm gonna go for that one now i do think they need to leave nightmare on elm street alone because they 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 kept fucking it up um <laughs> it's the movies are kind of getting worse and worse and worse as we kind of go through uh friday the 13th it's a mixed bag anyway so i'm dying for there to be a really really good one before we hang it up before we hang it up i would just me personally i would like to see that but that's okay, okay. if they don't make one that's fine i can go back and watch the 18 million movies they already have of jason doing whatever the fuck he doing that's okay with me too um but i mean i'm i'm always here for it but i have bias for jason although i know the movies are mid i know the movies are mid but i'm a fan of jason himself and it's easy to transfer jason to someone else because he doesn't talk he has a mask mm-hmm. on you can't really do that with freddie because freddie has all this personality you can't do that with chucky because charles lee ray has a lot of person that brad dorf has a personality behind it i feel like once brad dorf said bitch i'm not doing chucky no more that's the end of child's play that's all yeah and i, I love as far child's as play. i'm concerned I'm yeah that's it. it that's it but these motherfuckers with mask on i mean you got a little leeway with them although i'm done with halloween i think we need to leave halloween the fuck alone for at least a minimum of a decade and i really don't think you need to touch it no more but don't don't do shit for 10 years please leave us the fuck alone i agree especially after that last fucking movie leave me the fuck alone leave don't you say shit else to me it's like when you go in the store and your mama say don't you fucking touch nothing that's how i feel with don't you fucking touch shit else not a movie not a short not a series bitch don't you touch shit put your hands in your pockets not a short, not a series. I thought Nothing. you said put your hands in the air and I was gonna no. cry. Like, <laughs> Either way, put your, your hands, hands away. Your back. Yeah, put at all mm, times. And, and catch a fucking bubble. Shut the fuck up. You don't need nothing else. Catch a fucking bubble. We're done. Hey, I see the vision. I also think we need to take a break from it. They're probably not, but I, I also think they need to take a break from it. These are also the same people who are trying to use AI to write the stories. So I don't really know what's really going on. Um, That's really all I got for that. I do know that this is a fucking movie. I also recently read and saw that uh someone had basically asked ChatGBT or whatever the AI people um to write a positive review for this movie. And it had a pretty decent thoughts on what to say, but also it's still fuck AI. So I don't really know. It's always fuck AI. But again, AI is smart, but AI does not have that human touch and it does not have the human experience. It can only like mimic things. It can only mimic it. So it's just not going to have that personality. And so, and it's something that's not tangible that I feel like only humans can really really give you but you know i think people will find that out as they try to do their bullshit i feel like some big dumb action movies might be fine if they make them way i don't want them to i think it's, i don't like that i don't think that robots should be taking all the jobs also i just feel like y'all letting robots do a little bit too much it's gonna be our robot again and y'all, not again, i'm saying it again like this shit to happen uh, guys y'all gonna let these robots do everything and they will start beating our ass Okay, y'all already letting the viruses come through. You letting all the permafrost and shit melt and the sky 
outside is literally fucking dark with smoke and you want to get AI popping, y'all want the apocalypse to ride out real quick. The four horsemen has yes. already got their saddles on. They about to giddy up, motherfucker. They about to yeehaw all up and through these streets. That is the exact plan. I don't know why people want us to hurry up and like fast forward to get there, but okay. That's literally my thoughts on all these things. Just, all right, man. Uh, that I don't know. I don't have much to give. I will always press play on this movie though. I will. I will watch Jason X at any given time. Might do a watch party over the summer because I feel like this is a fun summer movie. Like slashers just give summer and Halloween season. But slashers, like it's hot outside. Let's watch some with some knives. Let's watch some people get stabbed the fuck up. I like that. I do. I like that. And also it's again, it's a plus. It's in space. I love some space shit. And if you ask me, fuck that 19%. I don't know what these motherfuckers are talking about. I mean, Google users, they said 76%. I'm definitely giving Miss Mama um like a six out of 10. And that's not even generous. I enjoy this movie a lot. I know it has problems. I, look at me, we don't care. Well, we don't care. We don't. It do not matter. Like I said, I'm pressing play on this movie at all times. It's a three and a half out of five for me. I don't know what that equates for tens and all those other numbers, but. No, man, Exactly. I'm pressing fucking play. And if you are someone who does not bang with this movie and you were looking to argue, well, guess what? I'm in the comments, bitch. I I am. I am. I am giving this movie two thumbs up. I wish I had more thumbs to get this bitch more thumbs up because you have to buy into this movie. And I think that's okay. When people talk about movies that are good and terrible, they're not well made so bad it's good. I feel like this is like the sweet spot where this is not particularly well made, but it's so entertaining. I be having such a good time with this movie. So I think you should check it out if you have not seen this. I think a lot of horror fans have seen this at least once. But if you haven't seen this, it's streaming on um Stars, I think, and it's also on Showtime. So yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's worth the money. Don't be mad at me that you pay $4 to see this, but I would pay $4. I would... I would I'm I would buy this movie. I'm not gonna if I saw this in a five dollar bin, I would put that shit in my cart so fucking fast. Hey, I you would, would feel also. the wind from the DVD from <laughs> the shit go, whoo, going into my cart. That, that sounds about right to me. Um, if you're, I think if you rent this on Apple TV, like if that's you have access to that, it's two ninety nine. So okay. there you have that. But well, watch guys, it. Yeah, watch this. We recommend it. It's a chaotic time, but you know we are fans of chaos, supporters of chaos, causers of chaos. So yeah, let us know what you think about the movie down in um our comments on Instagram. You can follow us or find us at Girl That's Scary on Instagram and Twitter. As Twitter is still here, barely hanging on by a thread and. <laughs> You can go to our website, www.girlthatscary.com. We also have a email. If you got to put your chopper suit on, your booty shorts, and your briefcase, you can pull up on, at grltspod at gmail.com. Now, if you want to hit us with the on a Patreon, we got bonus content, bonus episodes. We have a Discord. We have polls for our monthly Patreon pick episode. All kinds of fun stuff. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. So pull up on us, you know. Oh, and give us five stars for five star chicks if you like hey, what you hear. Yes. Yes. Them little comments be so nice when you go through and read them. I'm like, oh my God. Well, thank you again. Cat loves to burst. I made a song. remix because Bow Wow. I wanna Bow-Wow. thank you. Listen, Bow Wow has a few bops and Bow Wow has high rise up. Thank you. Shout okay. Bow Wow has bops, but also Bow Wow has popping do rags. If y'all have not been to the hair store yes. and seen them do rags, my I got some velvet do rags, right? Because them the only things that stay on my head overnight. A bond, everything else fall off. Them little velvet do rags, okay. Bow Wow is like in the front posing. That is one thing that is A1. So if you looking for a do rag, them velvet drinks at the hair store, not Sally Beauty, the hair store. If you 
you know, you know. Um, you can go and catch it over there. But yeah, pull up on us. Tell us how you feel about Jason X and what is one of your favorite kills out of the Friday the 13th franchise. There are a lot of memorable kills overall, even though some of the movies are kind of, you know, shaky. But I'm still going to watch them and let us know if you would still watch them. And until next time, y'all. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.